0: What up, ladies and gents? Happy Tuesday. What? Google, Terminator, artificial intelligence. That's what we're going to be talking about today, ladies and gents. Can't wait nice. to get this one started. We'll be back. Shut
1: up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you.
2: That's right. That's how it goes. Fire up that intro. Here it goes. Here it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong last week. The San Diego heat wave is unrelenting and it's about to get hotter right here on the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is here to rock our worlds and blow our minds as we learn about AI and marketing. As the chief marketing officer of his company, our guest works to outshine the competition in all things marketing and artificial intelligence. In other words, his company is helping businesses to target the right person with the right product and service at the right time. Talk about a trifecta. We're so excited to learn from this expert just how AI and marketing are coming together in this digital and smart age, and more importantly, how you can benefit by using AI to your advantage in your business. Joining us today from Standard Insights, an AI-as-a-service company. Welcome to the show, Jerry Abia!
3: What up, Jerry? Woo! Welcome to the program, man. Hey, thanks, James. Thanks, Hernan. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
0: All right, I'm Pleasure start to have, have off. you on the book. I'm going to start off really, really cool. I'm going to say... Uh, Brag to me about the best things going on with you in the past 30 days. You got some cool stuff happening, right, Jerry?
3: Well, it's kind of a, you know, catch-22, COVID.
0: Yeah, well. COVID's <laughs> the
3: best thing. Well, not so much for the world, but, uh, you know, as they say in life, you have to adapt and overcome. Everyone mm-hmm. on this planet since March had to adapt and overcome and you made an intro of our platform, Standard Insights. It's an AI service growth marketing platform. So we help businesses, as you had mentioned, target the right person with the right product or service at the right time across a variety of verticals. And one of those verticals is restaurants. So when COVID hit, uh, we actually developed an AI-driven digital menu last year that to tell you the truth kind of fell flat last summer. But when COVID hit, we pulled it out of the garage in March We tweaked it. We relaunched it as its own brand, iOrder.Menu, and uh, we're scaling fast. So to your point- yeah.
0: Yeah, well, tell me tell me a little bit more about I order many. Oh, well, let's get into this whole AI thing. Let's let's kind of clarify this cuz yeah. we all have this this concept at least in my mind when we think of AI, we think of things like, you know, Terminator taking over, uh, you know, Skynet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got Jarvis <laughs> and and you know, all these different things. Uh, you know, where where is AI right now and and what are we what are we talking about here when we talk about AI?
3: Yeah, so the basic uh, high-level Cliff Notes definition of AI is getting a computer to think and act like a human. And the two best cases we're seeing it in our everyday lives is Amazon with their product recommendations and Netflix with their movie recommendations. So that's a real high-level, simple definition of artificial intelligence, how it's um, permeating and benefiting everyone in, in in our society today.
0: So is it, is it different than an algorithm per se? So in other words, like just, I'm think, and when I'm thinking of, like, you know, Facebook, like how does Facebook get my stuff to go out more or Instagram? How does Instagram yeah, get my stuff? Yeah, it's the same thing. More? It's an
3: algorithm, machine learning algorithm, sort of computer looks at patterns, right? Of how certain people act. Uh, you know, another example would be the self-driving cars w- with uh, Tesla, right? So just getting an algorithm to think and act like a human and then executing whatever you want it to execute. And in our case, it's um, for marketing and driving so, repeat buyers.
0: So you're taking that concept. You're taking the whole concept of developing an algorithm, learning your your own pattern. Right. There's yep. things that you habits. do on a regular basis, your own habit, mm-hmm. and you're applying them right now into the the restaurant business, into into the iOrder page. So this
2: is and it's even would, predictive, right?
0: Yeah. So yes, you're predictive. And
2: pre- yeah. That, that's that's right.
0: key because one of the cool things that, that Amazon does, that Google does, uh, is it kind of reminds you, hey, remember you found this important? Like, uh, yeah. Go ahead and take a look at, at it again. <laughs> and it's, you know, for, for me, for example, I know every Friday, I have you know a 10 and 11-year-old kid, every Friday is Pizza Friday. Even if I don't yeah. want pizza at my house, it's going to be Pizza Friday. And right. Papa John's will send me a reminder saying, hey, uh, you interested? Here's a coupon, You know, something like that. Um, is that is that what we're talking about here? But yeah, um, uh, yeah,
3: very. You, you picked it up correctly, Papa John's. But Papa John's is a big company. Now we're uh, you know develop the platform for the mom and pops out there. So you know there are uh, in the U.S. There's roughly six hundred and sixty thousand restaurants, and the restaurant industry is either the number one or number two employer out there. So our, our platform can help serve the mom and pops. You know, helping them rise from the ashes of uh, COVID. I mean, the, the Papa John's, the Domino's, all the high-level restaurants, they're probably already implementing a uh, tool of this fashion, but we're bringing it to the, uh, to the masses, especially to the mom and pops who need it the most.
0: So what are you seeing in the in the in the restaurant market? The other day, James and I went for lunch. It was the first time he'd been to a restaurant. Uh, I was like the second or third time Shoot. that I'd been to a restaurant. We went to this place uh, expecting to have sushi, right? That was the goal. We we're gonna go have sushi at yeah. this place. We show up, and by the way, it's called the Fish Market here in San Diego. So we show up, and mm. they don't have sushi. They have a very limited menu. We ask about it, and and our our waiter basically says, "Hey, man, like." You know, we had to we had to let go sixty percent of our staff, the sushi department, we don't even have that right now. Uh this yeah. is all we got yeah. going. Right. And this is a, a bigger restaurant, like this place has been around 20, 30 years. Yeah. What are you seeing in the in the restaurant industry so that we can kind of help you know people get through this stuff? And how are you how are you using the the order menu to, to help that happen?
3: So, yeah, so two things with restaurants. The um, the rate of technological adoption has dramatically increased. So I was at a virtual restaurant trade show the other day and all these technological tools, it was in the restaurant's purview three to four years, but now because of COVID it's shrank that down to three to four months. So the restaurants are literally scrambling, scrambling on what to do next. What are they doing to survive? So that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of I order is The first thing we want to do is help promote uh, customer safety, and that's with a contactless uh, ordering, contactless payment application. So mind you, we're not the only ones that are doing this. I mean, just like with the vaccines coming to the market, there are well over a thousand patents on vaccines uh, last checked. Similar thing with AI, or not with AI driven digital menus, I take that back. Similar thing with digital menus, but we're a little bit different in that we're using artificial intelligence to make a restaurant's menu smarter.
0: And there's a lot of businesses out there that are working on uh, trying to become more efficient in that sense. For example, you know, we got Philip, Mor- uh, Philip Morgan. Uh, he likes what we're doing here on the podcast, likes what you're doing out there, too. Uh, he, he, he does carpet cleaning with Oxy Fresh, right? And and right. He, he's out here trying to get more customers on a daily basis. COVID Andrew- hits too. And repeat customers too, and and yeah. that's one of those things where where it's almost like a set it and forget it type thing that yeah. that a lot of these places are looking for, um, and not so much a drip campaign, right? Because it's one thing right. to put our customers into a drip and they get an email, but it's another thing to have our customers be reminded, like, hey, it's about that time you got your carpet cleaned, right? Or it's yeah. about that time you know you you called the you know you get your oil change or you know these yep. little reminder things are what's setting us apart, and we're we're implementing certain AIs in our households. Um, right. It's things- more than
2: that, though. If you don't mind, uh, it's more than just it's time for you to to get your carpet cleaned again. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jerry, but the what AI does is it actually collects data of all of the other things that you have going on and yep. puts it all together to say, hey, we noticed that you're doing this. Maybe it's a landlord or something, you know, uh, an apartment manager, property manager, that they purchased, I don't know, new carpet, or they purchased uh, whatever it is that to to, yeah. to to revamp for a new a new unit, and then they say, "Hey, by the way, for Oxyfresh." Oxygen? Yeah, you're absolutely
3: right. Yeah. Again. It's just, uh, I mean, if you look at our StandardInsights.io page, the main genesis is helping businesses drive repeat buyers, right? Mm-hmm. So businesses typically want to do th- two things, bring in new customers. And then once they bring in new customers is to have those customers for life. So, uh, you know, a lot of software companies do great things to so br- bring in new new customers in. But why we started two and a half years ago was that we saw something missing in the market. Not a lot of businesses or not a lot of software companies were focusing and driving repeat buyers. And that's where we come in.
0: So if you're, if you're, oops, I gotta always make sure I do this. So if you're, if you're talking about helping them get repeat customers, Um, there are a lot, a lot of times in small business where they get stuck in a routine, they've been doing things their way, the same way over and over again. How are you breaking through to, to some of these guys to get out there and, you know, like get them involved, like to show them, look, this is the way of the future. You, you know, no longer, I mean, yes, you can still knock on doors. Yes. We want you to pick up the phone. Yes. There are those things that you need to continue to do, but here's a tool that can really help bring your uh you know your business to light to show people that you're still in business that you're still open that you're still looking for work through artificial intelligence right through through uh you know
2: a program that helps habits
3: yeah so it's uh, basically done through education in two ways uh i've been helping educate you know restaurants in my purview and uh you know nationwide with our channel partners is number one getting on podcasts like this i mean i've been on 30 plus podcasts since March of this year, when actually my first podcast was before COVID, but during this time with everyone kind of sort of, you know, locked down, it's given mm-hmm. my me the opportunity to get on podcasts and spread the word about artificial intelligence. And, and number two, writing articles. I've had two published articles since March with how AI and marketing can help, you know, business during these difficult times.
0: So, so, so uh, let me, let me ask you this, cause this is a little bit more of a fun question uh you you're you're in the AI space it's you know whenever you you sit down and talk to somebody and they're like hey what do you do you're like oh I work in artificial intelligence that's got to spark some of the greatest <laughs> questions in the world right people have to be asking you all kinds of I mean some things are are very practical and and they're they're uh, relevant to what you're doing but some yeah. of them have to be like bizarre like you know at <laughs> they start talking about you know world takeover of robots and all kinds Sky of magic stuff. yeah like what's some of the greatest uh you know weirdest questions Funniest types of questions you get asked when you tell people, I'm in artificial intelligence. That's what I do.
3: Well, uh, you know, hey, one of them is, well, I have to replace my weight staff with robots. No, you don't, <laughs> but. <laughs>
0: But that, yeah. wouldn't be, that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. You're, you are seeing a lot of things uh, taking over some of that stuff, right? Like I've walked into McDonald's recently and I don't have to go up <laughs> to the counter to order anymore. Yeah. Like I just go and order the machine and yeah. if you're getting a little crazier. You have built in things like at Starbucks, for example, I can order on my app. My app's going to tell me the last time you ordered, yeah. do you like this. Would you like to re- <laughs> repeat the order? Like it's yeah. some of these simple things that we're putting into place but those are the things that are kind of making us smarter as yeah, a technology yeah. base. What do you think though? Is it flipping the, uh, the, uh, the smartness? Are we as humans becoming uh, less intelligent because of it or like what's, 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 what do you, what do you think of that? Like, is it, <laughs> is it helping us?
3: It's going to help us right. It's there's, there's going to be a learning curve, but just think about this. Um, 10, 12 years ago during the Great, uh, during the great Recession, there was a little-known company called Netflix, and we used to get our movies 10 years ago at Blockbuster. Now, where's Blockbuster? They're nowhere to be found. So, you know, technology, since the dawn of time, is improving our lives, but it's not always easily or uh, readily accepted. But those who get on the, the train, so to speak, will have a significant advantage than those that don't.
0: All right. So speaking of significant advantages, uh, as an entrepreneur, as a person in, in artificial intelligence, who are your real life heroes? Who are the people that you look up to, that you look up to as a, as a mentor, as people who are leading the space in the industry that you want to be uh, a lot like?
3: Well, probably the, mo- f- um, I guess, most important person I look up to is my parents, because without them, I would not have gotten here. But there's a slew of uh, data scientists out there, uh, gosh, the name those names uh, escape me for some reason. It's kind of late here now, but yeah, just always learning from uh, other folks in the field, whether they're in the, you know, data science or marketing field. Hmm. Gary so, Benderchuk, right? Uh, that's that's one. Neil Patel in marketing, and then yeah, right now I'm having a, a lapse with the data scientist. Uh, yeah, we got to drop the follow. name. Well, yeah. I was
0: wondering if you were going to say Elon Musk, because the guy's been freaking phenomenal. Oh, there's a guy, Um,
3: there's a there's a data scientist that I follow, his, I believe his first name is, is Lou, I forget his last name, but I heard him on John uh, Joe Rogan, and he's a black belt in jiu so that's a that's a guy I follow, I just don't remember the name off the top of my head, so...
0: So Jerry, you're uh, you're about my age at least, uh, and we've gone through a couple of different market cycles. Right now, we're in the COVID cycle, yeah. Um, and uh, who knows what's going to be here in the future? Uh, but we've gone through some cycles in the past. Do you have any regrets or anything that you've learned from the past, being a, an entrepreneur, being in business, that you've learned from that you're going to implement things here in the future and and kind of you know be prepared a little more prepared for this ride?
3: Yeah. So. When I started uh, Standard Insights, or me and the three other co-founders, it was actually, I we started, or I started, helped start it with uh, mistakes I learned from the past. And I was actually involved with another software company, an AI machine learning company three, four years ago, that fell flat. And uh, two things there, right? One, we had a great idea, but we didn't focus on our customers. And by not focusing on our customers, help accelerate our downfall. So. At the end of the day, whatever you do, it's always going to be about your customers and about serving them, not the bells and whistles of your product.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's totally true. I mean, we say that all the time, being of service to others. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's your number one purpose uh, in business, and it's your business's purpose to make a profit. Um, yeah speak, so speaking of your business, speaking of of your new launch, what part of it? what are you most excited about right now? Like you know there's something in in any entrepreneur's journey when we get ready to either launch something something's just come out uh, we've been we've been uh, you know changing things up what's what's right now that you wake up in the morning about your business that you're just excited or maybe not about your business that you're just excited about right now?
3: Well, number one to opportunity and number two to challenge in my head sleepless nights of scaling how do how are we gonna do this? Is pretty much we've got. It took us a while to get our, our name out there, and now that it is, and we're getting inquiries on a on a daily basis, and being on all these podcasts, you know, how are we gonna be able to systematically serve and you know execute our platform with these uh, restaurant owners? So yeah, that keeps me awake at night,
0: dude. It's it's amazing uh, how much this this world is just in the i mean in the past in the past turned 20 upside years down. Well, yeah. i mean turned upside on down the, for sure yeah. but i was actually leaning more towards the technological thing in the last 20 yeah, years yeah. i mean i've gone from uh you know having a pager when i was in high school <laughs> yeah. to you know to having this iphone 11 now it has like not even one that camera it's like three literally cameras literally is camera 20 on the years phone, ago right yeah. yeah like it's it's ridiculous how far we've come uh in in just this small space like exponentially we've gone uh, yeah. you know huge companies like google you didn't even exist you know back back when i was in high school we didn't do things like that but where do you see it going in the future like i mean i can only picture us going so fast it's almost like the flash right the flash and superman they're flying down they're going super fast like can you see what happens in front of that like we're going so fast <laughs> what do you think the future holds for for technology
3: I think regardless of whatever industry or vertical, it's the the rate of the digitization is going to I- increase, uh, you know, tremendously. I mean, you're seeing that now with covid um, businesses were forced forced to adapt and overcome real quick, whether it's here in the restaurant, the finance space, any space, um, any vertical restaurants are having to pivot quickly and learn how to do it quickly in a matter of months.
0: So are you telling like the me- work from
3: home, work from home example, if COVID were to happen some 48 years old, if COVID were to happen during the great recession in 2008 and 2009, we didn't have zoom back then. Yeah. I remember doing video conference calls, but that wasn't a big giant office with an elaborate setup. Now we're, I'm doing mm-hmm. this over my phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing where we've come, huh? I mean, yeah.
3: So, so let me, let me, uh, let's, let's stay on the
0: tech thing. If, if you could have like any piece of technology that w- that you can just like magically, you know, snap your fingers and no, we can't have Thanos' uh, gauntlet, James. But if you can magically <laughs> snap your fingers, right, and and you can wish into existence any technology that would help you with your business right now, or that would just you know you thought would be awesome, what would that be?
3: Yeah, knowledge transfer from the co-founders ah, and yes. uh, <laughs> on, the, on the tech side, or okay. Because I, I kid you not. So, you know, we've got this groundswell momentum. But the last couple years, all these ideas are either on my head or sticky notes. Mm-hmm. Now we're bringing <laughs> channel partners in. I'm like, how do I get all this in my head or these sticky notes that are all over my in my desk these last two years? And do I, how do I impart the knowledge? Because to grow our company, it's going to be dependent on the people that the co founders bring on and who they teach. And so. Yeah, it's just probably yeah, that, that. I yeah.
0: love that's a great one, man. Cause all I could Heck think yeah. of and, and I close my eyes, I know Kung Fu. Like that would be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> to just like matrix style, right? Just plug it in, upload the information that yeah. I need, and we're good to go. Because really that's that's what it comes down to, right? Augmented reality, maybe yeah. mass produced holographic pla- Dude, I I'm I'm and this is weird, oh, okay, but, but you gotta Trek. follow Okay, some of the amazing stuff, but follow what happens in the porn industry, and it's you can follow it when it comes to uh, visual realities all the way through his through you know through history. So when we started in the movie business, and they took over, and then the VHS that was the big hit that in, in that yeah. industry. So that pushed that, and then we went to mm-hmm. DVDs versus uh, what was the the Blu-rays versus uh the, what was the other one that was going to come out at uh, the time? Do you remember? Beta? Or- no, no, Beta was with VHS. No, that was and- VHS. DVDs had a competitor too at first. And that, so you're that pretty much make-
3: saying that that industries are early adopters of tech. They're the early
0: yeah. adopters of <laughs> <in> that visual <laughs> tech, right? Of visual so, technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so when you're talking about, you're you going to have companies that are competing for the VR, VR space, head. for example. Right. right? Yeah. Well, the ones yeah. that take over that industry are probably going to be the ones that spend the most money on, uh, yeah. in, 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 in popularity. So you know, augmented yeah. reality, that's going to be amazing, but that's not quite transference of knowledge. Transference of knowledge Yeah that's a whole different we've been doing that since we could write things down right that's how we've yeah. been transferring knowledge we've been telling stories but to literally connect you to my head and send you the information that I'm yeah. <laughs> laser disc. i remember those uh, right to have that information transfer over you know over you know from what i know to what you know to give you my knowledge and my experience yeah. Yeah, they, that would be awesome.
3: Well, the, the best thing for knowledge transfer is I, uh, when, when we bring on channel partners or reps or marketing is I'm going to have them listen to this podcast. I said, hey, all these <laughs> podcasts I've done, uh, they're, they're typically non-techie based. They're, they're done in a, in a fun story format. So that's what your the prospects will want to hear. They don't want any of the, the tech jargon. Eventually mm-hmm. they will, but really if you, you're taking a look at a pie the story is about ninety percent. The the tech stuff is the last ten percent. But if you can get them hooked on to story ninety you, percent, you'll close that business. So, the knowledge transfer I have right now is this podcast.
2: Yeah, so, it's, I, tell I, us I agree a story. With you. I I, I want to hear a story. I want to hear uh, how you know. Give me an example, maybe a real life example of of one of these restaurants that you've gone and and done the I order dot menu with and yeah. how it's changed their business
3: well it, it's helped improve their uh, their efficiencies first and foremost right and then number two when you log into our application you'll see you'll see something at the top uh, we call it personalized recommendations. so what you know you guys like to eat what i what i like to eat and so for me i like um Lighter beers, the Pilsners and Lagers versus the darker beers, IPA. So those give me a headache. I like uh, spicy food, hot wings versus mild wings. So now our platform, once you log in, it will show you recommendations that you're more likely to, to order, right? And once that happens, you know, the, the turnover is quicker. It's helping improve mm-hmm. three things, improving customer experience, you know, preventing customer indecision. And then telling the customer what to do next, even before they walk into the restaurant or go to the website to place an order.
0: So, are these unique uh, unique applications to the restaurant, or is this something like I would download on my phone and so that uh, so participating?
3: yeah, it's it's not an app. So we just give you the web link, or it's um, you scan the QR code, and it'll pop up. That restaurant's menu will uh, will pop up.
0: So each each Andrew? individual yeah yeah each individual restaurant has their QR code so we can walk in exactly. and scan it and then quick and easy and the yeah. software is already tracking me on what I
3: order. Correct. So the next time you order, like hey, what did I order here last time that tasted good? Um, you just you uh-huh. click on on the top part and it'll show you what you ordered in the past.
0: All right, Jerry. If you start doing well for businesses, right? You start doing yeah. well for a lot of these companies. They're gonna have to name a sandwich after you. So, what do you think? Oh. that – What would you like that sandwich <laughs> to be called? Like, if they had to name a sandwich after you, what would what, what would be what would be in this sandwich, and what would you call it? What do you think?
3: Um, man, like I mentioned as an example, I mean, I love hot chicken wings. Right? I have a I have a pepper garden. I grow. A, Carolina reapers the, the hottest Woo! peppers uh so something along maybe Carolina hot or reaper hot something along those lines but uh <laughs> <yeah>.
0: reaper hot <laughs> that's some yeah. crazy stuff man I don't know man I like a little bit of hot stuff I, I mean I do like a little bit of
2: kick to my stuff but yeah. if it's
0: making me sweat and I'm uncomfortable <laughs>
2: that's, that's, that's the a best man. a challenge you know J. Reaper hot chicken sandwich. Yes, something along those lines. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha.
3: That's
0: some, that's some amazing. All right. Uh, Well, let, let me ask you this: we, you you're analyzing human behavior. You're analyzing the things that we do on a regular basis. You're analyzing what we purchase on a regular basis. So you have to have a little bit of an understanding of how we as humans act. So what do you think is the most overrated virtue that we, that we kind of put on a pedestal uh, as humans? That's kind of a, a kind of a, a rounded question, but just kind of, you know, what, what's a virtue that you think we as humans, are, you know, overrate? Uh,
3: you know, I think just from what I've seen and what's going on in the, um, you know, in the planet uh, right now, we're humans, and we tend to just focus on what makes us feel good versus what the data is saying, mm. right? So whether it's in restaurants or what's going on with this pandemic, we're all humans, and we we want things that makes us feel good versus what you know science says or what the data says. So I, I think that's it, yeah, right? That's- and, and people have this—they're in this cocoon, their their comfort blanket, right? And whether it's like, well, I've never ordered on my phone. I've ordered, ordered, you know, always ordered in a, on a paper menu. Well, you know, paper menus, one thing they they carry a lot of germs, and number two, you can't really do anything with them. You can't change the menu. I mean, that's an, another cost. But I think that's that. I mean, we're we're humans. We have our own biases, whatever that may be, and sometimes it's hard to see beyond that.
0: All right, so we're um, we're. Supposedly, we're rational people, but we're very emotional mm. in what we do. Yeah, is that's what it's yeah. now, right? Yeah. We claim to be rational, but we act more emotional than everything else, right? Exactly. All right, Jerry, exactly. ready? Let's, uh, let's ask you this one. Yeah, and, and, it's, and I know this is going to vary depending on everybody's individual age, but, what, but whatever. If you, had, if you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, right? You can only have three apps, and these are the ones that you're going to go to. Which ones would you keep? I'm wondering, I'm wondering what, a, what an AI guy would do. What, what's the stuff? Man, you,
3: what would I go keep to?
0: Well, first number of
3: all, what's the banking all, iPhone, app. Yeah.
0: iPhone or, uh, or uh, Android? Android. Oh, see, I used to be one of those. I, I, uh. <laughs> I, I, I up love until the until like
3: two weeks ago. Yeah, up until like yeah. two weeks ago.
0: Okay, so, so three apps.
3: Three apps. The banking app, because I need to access my money. Number two, a podcast app, which is... Um, stitcher and number three a workout app
0: oh nice yeah jerry okay workout out man that's gotta hurt dude i know that's one of the reasons why i can't handle that heat that 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 spicy food because when i go running i'm gonna feel it in my chest (laughs) coming
3: back up (laughs) i just gotta gut it out (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. Like I, I tell my wife, I go, it gives me heartburn. She goes, How do you know it's heartburn? Because it feels like my heart is burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. All right. So, you know, if it if it was me, I would keep uh, I would keep Google Chrome because it would give me access to a lot of different things. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. Right? I would keep um, let's see, I would keep Google Chrome, I would keep a uh, my audibles, uh, and probably YouTube. I think, okay. that, I think between those three, I think I can handle pretty much everything. I got a, I got a audio only. I got yeah. a YouTube which I can pretty much access almost every podcast app and then and then Google just gives me access to a world, right? I mean, there's yeah. no way you can, you know, Google has a little bit of everything.
3: Yeah, that Google one. I didn't I didn't think about that. And I'm like, okay. I'm
2: like, now does you that got... count though cuz like yeah. That's your browser. It's kind of built in because, like, you didn't even bring up the the phone app or the text messaging app. or. Who
0: uses their phone as a phone these days? Come on, (laughs) man. (laughs) I I mean, that's true. I, I mean, Jerry, you have kids?
3: No, we just got three dogs. So
0: oh, okay, okay. Well, like, if I'm going to reach out to my kids, like, I don't even call them on the phone. I'll send them, like, a like a Snapchat. Like, I'll, I'll send them a Snapchat because that's what they're on or, or a Google Hangout or something. It's not even a phone call these days. Like, there's very few reasons for us to have a, a phone line other than to have internet access. Well, anyways – I can go into a whole other thing there. Jerry, tell, <laughs> tell me a little bit. I'm going to post some stuff here on the, on the screen so people can, get in, can follow you on Twitter and people can uh, check out your website. So give me a, a quick little debrief here on, uh, on the, the difference between uh, the uh, Standard Insights and the iOrder. Yes,
3: yeah, so Standard Insights is the mothership, if you will. So that's at its base course, an AI service growth marketing platform, and we launched iOrder, still the same principles, but iOrder.menu is dedicated to, to restaurants only. Why did we do that? It's just, well, number one, COVID kind of forced us to to separate, to distinguish what our, um, you know, our AI-driven digital menu, and just to give it its own uh, brand recognition, if you will, with something action oriented i order so you're always ordering food what do you want to order i order and then dot menu so
0: that's the way it is because that's how we order stuff i, yeah, order, stuff I, all order. The time.
3: I order i order Where do you order from a menu so i order dot menu
0: that's perfect. So. That makes total sense, and we should be checking it out. Uh, I mean, anybody who wants to stay away from, you know, touching that paper menu uh, to being able to keep track of what you ordered the last time. I know for me, it's a huge deal when I uh, when I go to the restaurant and I'm like, man, I know there was something good here. What did I order? It'd be cool to kind of just look back and look at your past orders, right? Yeah. I do the Same thing on Amazon all the time. I got I got to reorder a, a couple new filters for my refrigerator. I'm like, which one was it? Just go back to the order history and yep, find it. Exactly. And good to go. So it kind of works the same way. You don't have to worry about stuff. Yeah, Jerry. Hey, man. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys. You time.
3: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: AI, ladies and gents, the wave of the future. Actually, the future is already here. So make yeah. sure you guys follow Jerry, uh, Jerry on Twitter, and uh, check out his websites. Get started if you're if you're in the if you're in the restaurant business for sure. Make sure you guys check that out. Otherwise, if you're just in business, you need some artificial intelligence, some helping you with lead generation, lead follow-up, that sort of stuff. Get your marketing in the uh, virtual IA direction, as soon as possible. Thanks, uh, Jerry, very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. And we're out.
1: All right. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income?